First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. We've already got some questions coming in for Mighty John, the record guy. He joins us on the line now. If you have a question about a record, uh, you can give us a call, 315-736-0186. But make it easy on Andrew. Just submit via the app because, obviously, he's usually in there screening calls. Right now, he's sitting in front of the board, so he's kind of all over. He's scrambling. I bet you can't wait till 9 o'clock. I can't wait till 9 o'clock for a lot of reasons. Uh, <laughs> good morning, anyway. John. Good morning. How are you? Good, uh, John. It's good to talk to you, and uh, it's always good to talk to you. you. You're not only an expert in records, but one of the most fascinating things about you is your relationship or friendship with Stephen King. Ah, scary indeed. Yes, very <laughs> frightening. <laughs> so, uh, He's actually put my name in four of his novels, so that's my... My biggest claim to fame. I would say that's a pretty uh, that's a pretty cool thing to a pretty cool cool thing for your resume to have had uh, Stephen King mention you in his books. So today uh, you're going to be giving uh, you know some some people the opportunity to to talk about what records they have and um, yeah their values. But before we do that, let's get to um, the list that you have. We'll we'll run down the top rock duos, which is an interesting genre, but the top albums uh, in value with, when it comes to rock duos. Right. In the history of rock and roll, these are the most valuable records by rock and roll duos. We'll start with the big one, uh, rather, at uh, number 12 and count down to the big number one. Sam and Dave, big hit for them. Hold on, I'm coming. Value is for the album up to 150 bucks. Caesar and Cleo, why would they be worth money? Because they became Sonny and Cher. And as Caesar and Cleo, they had a 45 Love is Strange with its picture sleeve up to $200. Simon and Garfunkel, the album bookends, which contained their hit Mrs. Robinson, 300 bucks. if you kept the poster that came inside, add another $200 so, to it. So, John, that's, okay, so you add another 200 bucks to it. So yeah. the record and the and the sleeve, or the cover, are yep. 300 The poster at, brings it to five. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Got to be a monocopy. Stereo copy would be up to around 20 bucks. It is amazing how those little subtleties uh, with, with anything uh, can, can impact the value so dramatically. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Inez and Charlie Fox, you might not have heard of them, but they had a big hit back in the 60s called Mockingbird, later done by James Taylor and Carly Simon. The album up to 350 bucks. Jan and Dean, their first album, simply called Jan and Dean. This came with a photo inside. Kept the photo, it's up to 700 Did not keep the photo, up to $300. Is it typical that they would, you know, whether it be for a certain era, that they would include... Uh... A photo did, or a poster? They did uh, that a lot in the early days of rock and roll, especially with people like uh, Elvis and others like that who were very popular. Uh-huh. And the g- girls bought the uh, records more for the pictures than for the records, so they put the photos inside. Got it. Interesting. Everly Brothers, perhaps the most iconic duo of all time. Mm. Their very first record was called The Sun Keeps Shining, current value up to $800. doo very collectible. Johnny and Joe, Over the Mountain, Cross the Sea, also up to 1000 bucks. One Hit Wonders, Shirley and Lee, Come On Baby, Let the Good Times Roll, mm-hmm. the album up to $1,000. Wow. We had Jan and Dean. Dean went in the Army, and Jan said, well, we got to keep making money. So they got another guy, <laughs> called him Arnie, and they had a record, Jan and Arnie, EP, up to $1,000. The Fenderman. The Fenderman had a hit called Mule Skinner Blues. Get the album, black vinyl up to 400 blue vinyl up to $1,500. Mm-hmm. 
perhaps the biggest record ever played on radio, more than any other record. Righteous Brothers, you've lost that loving feeling. Great one. This is a 45 black vinyl, up to 25 bucks. Green vinyl, up to $3,000. Wow. And the number one, most valuable duo, based on the sale of the, the cost of their records, Ike and Tina Turner, the album River Deep. Mountain High on the Phil Spector record label, Phillies Records, current value up to $10,000. Wow. That is incredible. Now, what what would that album have gone for retail when it was released? Well, you know, they did re- release it on A&M Records, where it sold over a million copies and worth up to about 20 bucks. Uh, back then, they would have sold roughly for 2 to $3. <laughs> <laughs> John, do you know, I, I assume it, it, a lot of this deals with... Uh, the availability, how many existing yes. copies, that's what this comes down to. But $10,000 for that record. Uh, yes. W- what makes that so special? or so? Well, w- what Spectre makes this one so unique? I'm going to consider this the, the, the epitome of his career, the epicenter. This is the biggest record of all time. And it bombed when he released it in 1966. He went into a deep depression for two years and uh, was later released on A&M. One thing they wanted to do, FM was just starting to come into its own. And, of course, Phil Spector put everything in mono, and he wanted to debut this on FM. And FM said, yeah, hey, Phil, we're stereo, and they wouldn't play it. And so it uh, didn't get released uh, very often. So when it came out three or four years later with uh, A&M Records, it sold very well you know, and in stereo. John, that's why you're so great at this. You have the little historical element in there and the story behind it. Does the history and what he intended to do and what actually happened, does that increase the value as well? It can. It certainly can, yes. Rarity is the big factor, though. There are no known copies that actually have covers. Uh, There are British copies that have covers, but these were sent to radio, not promo copies, didn't say promo on them, uh, but most of them were sent to radio just as the vinyl itself in a plain white sleeve. Wow. All right, three one ten grand. Yeah, that's awesome. Three one five seven three six zero one eight six. We're going to go to Doug and Stiffville. Whoever else is on the line, uh, on hold, hang up and call back because I've locked you to the point where I can't take your call. So uh, whoever's on hold, uh, hang up briefly and call back. But Doug and Stiffville, you're the first one on with uh, Mighty John this morning. Good morning, Mighty John. I have a Jay Giles Red album. Yeah, red by shot. and. Uh, Probably 50% of them were red, so that's not going to be unique in this case. Anytime a colored vinyl record is uh, rare, it can become worth a lot of money. But 50% of them were red vinyl worth up to about $30. How about Chicago Transit Authority? That's the first one. Yes, good. Does anybody know what time it is should be on that record and worth up to $200? Wow. wow. Making people money this morning. <laughs> How about BG's Saturday Night Fever? Uh, you should have quit while you were ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes you got to back up to go ahead. <laughs> no more than ten bucks. Okay. All right. Thank you. Right, Thanks, Doug. That, that's uh, that's very cool. And look, I'm telling you, people all across uh, this area, I'm sure you have these <laughs> records. You don't even know they're worth a couple hundred bucks in some instances, Which is very or more. Good. Yeah, the odds are, especially because you you probably got it for a lot less. We got Jennifer in Rome as our second caller. Three one five seven three six zero one eight six. Our live appraisals with Mighty John, the record guy. Jen, uh, what do you got? Okay, well, first of all, I have this 8-track AM-FM stereo. It's um, like kind of a portable. I was wondering if that would be worth anything. It's a General Electric. 
I can't give you value for anything but vinyl, but I can tell you just that vinyl. Eight tracks of cassettes generally are not too collectible. <laughs> okay. Sorry to disappoint yeah, you, Yeah, well, Jennifer. yeah, I know it's like it's like, but this thing works. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> and I actually have okay. eight track tapes too. <laughs> well, I think they'd be worth your enjoyment, Jennifer. How's yeah, that? Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, sentimental value. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. Um, I also have a few albums. Um, one is. Um, Nat King Cole sings the blues. Should be on capital um, to be an original, but no more than twenty-five to thirty dollars. Okay. Um, I have one that's um, the original soundtrack from TCB. It's Diana yeah. Ross and the Supremes with the Temptations. Yes, up to about twenty dollars. Some soundtracks can be very collectible. That's not among the biggies, but up to about twenty dollars. All right, Jennifer. And then I also have one more. All right, one Mm -hmm. more. Go ahead. Okay, and this one is The Count Meets the Duke. First time, two great orchestras, Duke Ellington and Count Basie. Yeah. Do you know what record label you have it on? Because that's been really... It is on Columbia. On Columbia. It'd be up to around $40. Hey, there you go. All right. Okay. All right. Well, I have a few more, but I don't want to keep them from uh, answering anybody else's questions. So All right. Well, you, you can always much. go. But, uh, <laughs> you know, or thank you, Jennifer. And uh, what I will say to Jennifer and anybody else is you can always go to moneymusic.com, get in uh, contact with, with John. He also has a book. John, what's the name of the book again that has uh, the values? Well, actually, it's a CD you put into your computer. CD, right. Sorry. And it'll list the values for over a million records for 1995. Beautiful. All right, well, I'll go to Dan and take a couple more. Dan in Rome, good morning. Dan, you're on with Mighty John. Hey, John, just a quick question for you. I, so I got inherited, uh, I had a uh, grandfather passed away. I got about a, I haven't gone through them all, but I got over like a thousand of those 78 uh, albums. Well, uh, you want to remember that age is not a determining factor. Just because they're old doesn't mean they're worth money, but... They can be, especially if they're blues 78s from that era. can be extremely collectible. But the big band era and the crooners like Crosby and people like that, generally not too collectible. Okay. Thank you. Is there, Go ahead. Okay. So, is, so the best way to find a value of those that, that look on your the website, what was that website? Money. Uh, moneymusic.com. And it will list all those 78s that you have on there, everything from 1902 to the present day. Okay, perfect. Right. Thank you, Dan. We'll take one more. Appreciate the call, and I've got one on the app as okay, well. Okay, we'll take one more call, and then we'll take from the uh, from the app. Uh, the, this is Keith, the car parts guy. Keith, good morning. You're on with uh, Mighty John. Good morning, guys. Hey, listen, I got two albums. I got one that's the Kiss album, Destroyer, with the, um, uh, what do they call that, kind of um, picture on the record. Yeah. And they individually all put out picture discs, and KISS does have some valuable records. That's not among them, up to around $25. Okay, and the next one is the Beatles' White Album, and it's stamped on the album uh, number 141. Well, it's got to be, do you know if it's on Apple or Capitol Records? I believe it's Capitol. Yeah, Capitol is a reissue. Uh, Apple is the original label. Collectors want the original issues. So on Capitol, it's up to $50. Okay, well, that's good. All right, for a while. All right, Keith. Thanks. Uh, yep. thanks, thanks for calling in. I, I lied. We'll take one more before we go to the, uh, the to the app question. We'll go to Jay and Vernon. Jay, you're on with Mighty John. Yeah. Good morning. 
I got uh, a Merle Haggard white album, uh, unopened, still got the cellophane on it. I bought it at Neisner's, or somebody did, for four ninety nine. Yeah. Merle Thank Haggard, you. very, very popular country artist. Mm, that's making uh Wish I had good news for you. No more than 20 bucks, but not a good idea to keep the album still sealed. Break the seal, leave the cellophane on, because if you keep it still sealed, that record will press against the cover because it's so tightly confined and leave a record impression on the cover, which will ruin the cover, which is half the value. Oh, that's interesting. So, whereas you look at, and again, I know, John, that your expertise is records, but, you know, with collectible toys, action figures, do not open the box, do not breach any seal whatsoever, but that's interesting uh, that the record could be damaged by keeping it in its original form. All right. And in many times, we can only tell the value of the record by either something on the label or the, uh, in, in the case of the... Uh, Jay Giles' Bloodshot album, uh, whether the the album is red or black, we couldn't tell unless you opened it up. Good point. All right. We'll go to uh, one more question on the app here. Uh, yes. Uh, okay. So this, I don't have the name in front of me, but a Sun Records 45, number 283, Johnny Cash, Big River Side A, Ballad of Teenage Queen, Side B. Yeah. Yes. Well, Cash and Sun, very of course, Elvis is more valuable on Sun, but Johnny Cash on Sun would be up around seventy-five to one hundred dollars for the forty-five. All right, I wow. got Mercury forty-five, Big Bopper, Chantilly Lace Side A, a Purple People Eater meets Witch Doctor Side B, and yeah, meets a Witch Doctor. Purple meets the Witch Doctor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the album is a big collectible, up around four hundred dollars, but the forty-five uh, on Mercury is up to around $40, but the original is on D records, and on D, it could go up to $500. All right. Then- i got to say, another thing that's so impressive about John is, no offense, Jeff, you <laughs> were barely, you know, kind of going through what that was, you know, whatever the album was, just by reading it, and he knew exactly what it was that you were talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I'm, I'm reading this here because I'm trying to decipher it's all in one line, and I'm struggling to see, okay, is this the end of the title or does it keep going? So I know that was a very awkward way to read that. A purple people eater meets witch uh, yeah, yeah. doctor. Yeah, witch doctor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, a son, 33 and a half, uh, Johnny Cash with his hot and blue guitar, greatest yes. hits. Yes, good one. Up to four hundred dollars. Hey, hey, we got some, we got some valuable records out there. All right, <laughs> there you go. All right, very cool, John. Once again, that was Brian and Utica uh, with those questions. And Brian, good luck. Looks like you got a four hundred dollar uh, thirty three there. So, moneymusic.com is the best way to get a hold of you. And of course, we check in with uh, Money John, the record guy, about once every month. Every few yeah. weeks, we'll we'll check in with him, and he's uh, gracious enough to take some phone calls. So we appreciate it, John. Well, thanks, guys, for having me. I appreciate it. Again, moneymusic.com.